OMG, y'all. Uh, this week, I interview someone that I have followed for years. I've read her books. I've done her courses. Um, and she's just amazing. She's on the show. Her name is Kara Allwell, um, also known as The Champagne Diet um, on Instagram. And that's her website and everything. Um, she's the author of Girl Code, Girl on Fire, uh, Style Your Mind. And her podcast is also called Style Your Mind. Uh, she's just amazing. And it was such an honor to have her on and chat about personal branding. Uh, we also talk about some mistakes that we see, um, how people can become iconic with their brand, um, her favorite ways to market her business, um, and it's just awesome. So if you're interested in learning about your personal brand and how you can get started, um, things like that, just tune in. It is great. Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, I am so excited for this week's guest. I have been following her for years, read her books, listened to her podcasts, all kinds of awesome things. Um, my guest this week is Kara Allwill, and she is a best-selling author of multiple books, podcast host, course creator, and coach. So thank you so much for joining me, Kara. Thank you, Nicole. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I guess I should say also known as the Champagne Diet. <laughs> it's like yes, people I, will be like, oh yeah, that's her. I know her. That's pretty much how people know me these days. <laughs> it's just so funny, right? Yeah, I love it. And I love how you like um have talked about how you, you talked about like when you were gonna start your coaching business, if you should just use your name or go with something you like really wanted to go with. And that's always stuck with me. Yeah, I mean, I love branding. Like personal branding is one of my favorite things. And I think when you trust your intuition, you create something that is really magical and memorable for people as opposed to just trying to blend in with everybody else. And that was like something I decided early on in my career was just going to work. And if someone doesn't get it, they don't get it. But to me, it's just, it's so much more authentic that way. Yes, totally. Yeah. Before we dive into personal branding, because I want to ask you about that. Yeah. Could you tell us um, for anybody that doesn't know your story, you know, like what inspired you to, to do what you're doing now and how you got there? Yeah. Um, so my story is long, <laughs> but I will start kind of like at the beginning of when I started doing what I do now. Um, it was going on 14 years ago. It'll be 14 years this May. I was working a full-time job and I was really unfulfilled and I was kind of just doing the nine to five here in New York. Sure, you can hear the sirens in the background. <laughs> I still live in Manhattan, so I apologize, but it's it's setting the scene, right? Yep, totally. Um, so I was, you know, I was in this job and I was just kind of at this point, I was in my mid-20s. I was like, is this all there is? Like, is this gonna be my life? Like sitting in this cubicle, doing the same thing every day. I was really good at what I was doing. I was making, you know, almost six figures at that point. I was making a really good salary, but I was bored and I wasn't creative and I didn't really feel like I was maximizing my potential. So I started a blog. I've, I've always been a writer and I've always been creative. And the blog, I tongue in cheek kind of named it The Champagne Diet mm -hmm. because it was born out of this newfound obsession I had for drinking champagne instead of having dessert when I go out. You know, it was like my little thing. That I was yeah, it's like the best thing ever. That's why. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know what? It's lower calories. It's like fun. It's, it sort of just became this thing. So I, as a joke, started to call the blog The Champagne Diet. 
because I was really chronicling, you know, my story, like my Mm -hmm. transformation that I was going through that I felt like a lot of women could relate to, like, you know, leaving an unhealthy relationship, kind of finding my life path, figuring out what, who I was as a woman, what I wanted in my life. And as I, you know, was getting older and coming into my own. And then that, blog really for me was like a platform for me to create, to get people interested in the book that I wanted to write. I knew I had a story to tell. I always knew I wanted to write a book, but like most people, you need to have followers or readership, a platform, people interested. So I started the blog. And then from the blog, I, I was connecting with women all over the world. Thanks to like Twitter and Facebook. There was no Instagram at the time, mm-hmm. but I was getting people tweeting me from like random countries. I was like, this is so cool. Like women around the world are all connecting on, you know, based on our vulnerability and our stories and really like what's on our hearts. So at that point I decided that I was going to go to life coaching school and become a life coach. And I did that. And then from there I wrote a book and then nine books. And now I've got a podcast and a coaching practice. And it's just kind of become this, this little mini empire of just self-empowerment and self-love and confidence. And I just feel so grateful that I get to do this work every day. Yes. Oh, I love that. And happy anniversary, by the way. I was just listening to your podcast. Um, five years, right? Yeah, five years. Thank you so much. I can't believe it's been five years. It's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, and style your mind. It's awesome. Everybody should go listen. And even Oprah just recommended it as well, right? Yes. That was like a surreal pinch me moment. Um, it's, you know, I don't do any press. I don't have a team or anything mm-hmm. like that. All of my you know, marketing is just organic. It's word of mouth. And, you know, it's, yeah, Oprah's website, it was just featured there. And I was just, it was like, oh, it's blown away. That's awesome. Congratulations. That's so cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So what was the first book? I can't rem- remember. Is it, was it Girl the first book? The first book was called Sparkle. Oh, okay. I have heard yeah. of that one. I haven't read it yet, but I've heard of it. Yeah, that was the first one. It was initially going to be called The Champagne Diaries, named after my blog, but oh, I don't know. I just decided to call it Sparkle. <laughs> I love it. I've personally read Girl on Fire, Girl Code, and Style Your Mind. So anybody listening that hasn't read those, go get those and all of them. But I'm just speaking <laughs> personally, they're amazing. <laughs> and so Thank life-changing. You. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Well, yeah. And so you touched on personal brands. And I feel like, you know, that's kind of it's, I feel like it's always really been important, but it seems a little bit more so con- like focused nowadays and people are starting to be aware of a personal brand. So like, wh- why do you think it's so important for people to have personal brands and how can they kind of, you know, get started? So everybody has a personal brand, whether they know it or not, like whether you're a school teacher or a corporate professional or an entrepreneur or a student, we all have brands. And what's now, you know, everything is, we've left a digital footprint, whether we realize it or not. So I love to have my clients go and Google themselves is like the first step and figure out like what's out there on me. Is is there, you know, a LinkedIn profile that I could update? Is there a website maybe that's outdated? You know, do I have content? Do I have an old Twitter account that I can delete? Do I have Facebook pictures I want to get rid of? (laughs) And I tell people like, don't freak out when you find things about yourself that you don't want there. Maybe that have been there for years or you're just, you know, you want to kind of start fresh. The best way to start curating your personal brand online specifically is just to start creating more content. So start a blog, update your LinkedIn, you know, get on social media, get on platforms that matter to you, create content that's relevant to whatever you want people to know about you because we all have control over Mm -hmm. the way people view us. We can definitely influence that conversation that people are having around us. But in order to do that, we've got to put ourselves out there in a way that we're proud of. Yes. 
Totally. I love that. And like you said, like, <clears throat> I feel like when people hear that, they kind of start to get overwhelmed. But, you know, you can do it in like little bits or sprints, you know, like it doesn't have to all be at once. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And it's like, this is what I tell people too. It's, it's not something you should really like outsource. You know, you can't yeah. really buy that. You can't buy someone to like come in and like create this image of you. Like you can yeah. have help, of course. And I always encourage delegating things where you can in your business, but it's really something that like should be kind of an ex- a true expression of yourself. Mm-hmm. So think about, you know, how you want to be known. Like, what do you want people to, to think and feel when they come across you and your content? Yes. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I own a marketing agency. So, but when people come to me and I'm like, if you can do it yourself, then you do it. Don't hire me. Cause it's so much more effective, you know, and people feel yeah. that you can totally feel the difference. Totally. And I'm sure that you're, you know, you act as a consultant as well and give mm-hmm. advice and expert opinions and, and strategies for people, which I think is really important. I think all of that is important, but when it comes, you know, it comes down to like a brand, it's just, it's, you know, this, it's so mm-hmm. much more than just the colors on your website or the filter you use on your Instagram. It's really your essence. That's really, you know, is what comes through and what has the biggest impact. Yes, totally. I think I have like a freebie that I give out and I think I have those exact words and it's like your vibe. It's like, how do you want people to feel once they come in contact with you? You know, like that whole feeling part that I think sometimes we forget. Yes. It's like the Maya Angelou quote that I love. It's like, people will forget what you said, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. Yes, totally. I love that. Um, and then, so taking it a step further with your personal brand, you know, um, you have a course called Iconic, which is still enrolling through Saturday. I went through your first um, version of it, which was amazing. Like the revelations, the community, like I still talked to some of the girls that were in it with me. Like it was just amazing. So could you, one, tell us about Iconic and what's kind of involved and where they need to go to find out more? And then two, like what does, you know, becoming Iconic mean? Like how can we get to that level? Thank you. I'm so, I was so happy to have you in that course. And yeah, I launched it last year. It's really more than a course. It's, it's kind of like a live experience. It's virtual obviously, but the way that I describe it, it's like a, I guess a program is the best way to explain it because it is interactive. It's all done on zoom and there's like live calls. We go for five Mm -hmm. weeks. There's going to be seven calls now in the five week span. Um, everything's recorded. So if you can't make it to the calls, that's fine. But I think one of the coolest things is that community aspect. You do get to talk to me. You get to ask me questions, pick my brain, all the things that my, you know, super high-end private clients get to do. It's within this course, which I think is so valuable. And, you know, if somebody jumps in and wants to ask me and, you know, my opinion on something, everyone else gets to hear that and they can sort of apply it to their own life and their own business. But the course was really started. It's funny. I was just telling one of my girlfriends this earlier. I launched it as a personal branding course because I love branding, but it quickly took on a life of its own. And you were there, you know, we talked Mm -hmm. about so many other things besides branding. Like we really kind of dived into like, you know, what it looks like to develop true confidence, how to fight imposter syndrome, how to get out of your own head and out of your own way when showing up. And, you know, this round I'm including more about not just business, but really life, you know, personal life, lifestyle, Um, I actually just added a bonus module on relationships because I think that, you know, success driven women, women who are empowered, we have a lot of work to do when it comes to relationships because a lot of my clients, and this goes to whether you're married, single dating, I've just seen this happen over and over again, including to myself, we have such high standards in every area of our life. But when it comes to love, we're like, okay, I'll take it. You open the door for me. Oh my God. It's like my knight in shining armor, you know, like when in reality, like we should really be expecting more because I think 
if you are a self-aware woman, which anyone that's listening to this podcast obviously is, they're either into personal growth, mm-hmm. you deserve a partner that's also into personal growth and is willing to work with you on the relationship. So this, so Iconic, the 2022 version of Iconic is kind of this all-encompassing program for women who are ready to level up, really step into their power, really own their voice, show up powerfully in their business and show up powerfully in their lives as well. Oh, I love that. <clears throat> that is awesome. Because yeah, I mean, you know, as business owners, entrepreneurs, like a lot of it's intertwined, you know? So it's if like all intertwined, yeah. if yeah, one cannot thrive with the other. Like if your personal life is falling apart, it is going to impact your business a thousand percent. Yeah, totally. And what I loved too about Iconic was it was such a safe space and such a welcoming space for us to like open up. And even if like, I'll be honest, I never said anything because I'm more of an introvert, but hearing other women pretty much say exactly what I would say. I was like, oh my God, I don't feel alone. I'm not crazy (laughs) for feeling like a fraud, you know what I mean? Or things like that. And then hearing the feedback and then also getting steps to address that and then conquer it. Thank you for that. I really pride myself in the community that I've built over these 14 years and counting. Like I I just feel so passionate about bringing women together and you know, I didn't have that growing up. I remember like when I was first like, you know, moving through the corporate space and figuring out where I want what I wanted to do. I was met with so many women who were like bullies and, you know, didn't welcome me into their space. Even when I first became an entrepreneur, that's what inspired Girl Code because I would go to networking events that I would be invited to on like Facebook, let's say, and people there would turn their back on me and not talk to me and not include me in things. And I was like, this sucks. Like there's got to be a better way. So I immediately attached myself to the women who were like empowered and confident and wanted to bring me along and teach me things and show me things. And it was a mutual exchange, right? It wasn't like I was sucking the life out of anyone, but I have just known from the beginning that like my, one of my gifts, I believe on this earth is to bring people together and to encourage them to feel comfortable with each other. And like you said, thank you for saying that a safe space. Cause that's like, I, that's a huge compliment to me. It's something that I work really hard on, on doing. So every round of every program I've ever done, I believe the universe just brings the right people together and you know, they get to make magic. And it's <coughs> not iconic. I think is that like you have lifetime access to the program. So you know, everyone that did it with me in the fall gets to jump in and do this round as well. So the group is just going to keep growing and growing and give everyone a chance to meet and connect. Yes. I saw that email the other day. I was so thrilled because I didn't realize that that was part of it. So thank you for that. Like, I can't wait. Um, Yeah. And I love to, like, there was a one saying that you said it was like early on. I can't remember if it was the first call or the second one, but it was like, do you want to be known as Chanel or Walmart? And I was like, oh, (laughs) <laughs> oh. And like, I think of that all the time. Like I sent a proposal or raised my prices yesterday and I was like, no, I'm going to be Chanel and I'm going to be okay with sending this. And if it doesn't happen, something better, you know, like, yeah, again, like that comes down to like the business, right. With branding, yeah. even just, even if it's not running a business, just you in general, you know, I, I love fashion and I love style and shopping. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just, it's always been like a really fascinating analogy that I've been able to, to make, right. To like running your business, you know, in, in our sense, like an entrepreneurial world versus like a a retailer. And there's nothing wrong with being like a Walmart or a Target if you really want to scale and have lower priced offers and that sort of thing. But when you're focused on higher quality, high touch experiences with your clients, um, you know, making like a mega, mega impact by, you know, paying like attention to detail and giving people something that, you know, they're never going to get anywhere else, like a really bespoke experience. Mm -hmm. Then you start to view yourself differently and you start to move differently and you start to, you know, people have different conversations about you and they view you in a different way. So that's one of the really fun exercises that we do in the course, which I love. 
Yeah, totally. They're two different worlds. You know, and when I started out 10 years ago, I was more of a Walmart and that was fine. That, you know, yeah. that got me to where I am now, you know, so. Yeah. Um, so what are like some common mistakes you see business owners, entrepreneurs making, you know, with their personal branding? I think the, I, I don't like to use the word mistake, right? Cause I think like not, everything's a learning experience, but mm-hmm. if you could avoid this, <laughs> it would be helpful. <laughs> Just avoid, I think I see a lot of women trying to be carbon copies of other women who are successful mm-hmm. already. Yeah. And they start to talk like them and they start to filter their photos like them and they start to copy their sales page. You know, maybe they tweak a few words and they start to really model themselves after other women who have already done it. And I think that, you know, I understand why. I think it's it's probably like, you know, human nature to think, well, if that's if she did it, you know, I can do it too and I can do it in the mm-hmm. same way. But I really encourage women to look deep within themselves and figure out number one, first and foremost, what do I have to offer that I really love about myself? Like I have a client, she's fabulous. Her name is Giovanna Bier. She is a profit alignment coach and her entire brand is centered around her cats. Like she's obsessed with her cats. All her branding is like leopard print. And she uses these really fun, kitschy, this kitschy copy on her website. And that's like her thing. And people love her. Like they're obsessed with her. She's so unique. And you would never put like profit alignment and like money and bookkeeping. You'd never associate that with cats, but like she does it in such a cool way. Yeah. So I think like look for the things that help you stand out and and that you love and not in a forced way, like not like, mm-hmm. oh, how can I be different? But everyone's different. And when you give yourself permission to be yourself, you open up a whole different world and you start attracting people in a different way and it's much more sustainable and it's just more fun. Yeah. And it's easier, you know, yes. like it's, it's, yeah, you're not going against the tide anymore. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're letting it flow. And it just, that's when that I believe is when like all of the, the blocks just get removed. Like you don't feel stuck anymore when it comes to creating content. You're yeah. like passionate. It just, it's pouring out of you. Mm-hmm. Totally. Oh, I love that. Well, yay. Well, we're two your favorites. I like to ask everybody what <clears throat> some favorites about their personal life or well, not just personal, but other things. Um, so what is your favorite way of marketing your business? Like the most effective way for you of marketing my business. I love my podcast. I mean, I've always loved my podcast. That's just been to me. It's like, I don't do a lot of interviews on my show. as I'm sure you've heard. I, it's more of like a way for me to just talk to you. You know, mm-hmm. it's a way for me to just jump on the mic and say what I've got to say and give a little pep talk or just check in. So I love marketing in that way. Um, what else do I do? I mean, I, I guess my marketing is pretty standard, you know, like I love my Instagram stories. Mm -hmm. I love to do little, um, you know, ask me anything, like little Q and A's people always love to kind of ask questions and it gives people a chance to kind of get to know me and what I'm about and, you know, take my advice and apply it to their life. And if it works and they come back and they buy a book or they buy a course, so those are kind of like my favorite things, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, I do all sorts of things in my business. So it really depends. I also have a little, from time to time, I've got a little uh, pop-up shop that I do mm-hmm. with some custom merch and I sell vintage that I love. So yeah. I love that. Oh, and we should mention Girl on Fire Collective as well, because that's like a super yes. great way to get in touch with you and be able to ask you questions. And there's two calls a month, right? Yeah. So it's a monthly membership <clears throat> and it's um, really kind of inspired by my book, Girl on Fire. And it's geared, it's not geared only for entrepreneurs, but I guess it's, we do talk a lot about business. So it's, you know, for professional women, but also again, we do talk about personal development. So it's like, you know, business and personal life. And every month there's a different topic that I teach on. And then I do like a monthly boss babe Q and a at the end of the month. And that's when you can come on and ask me anything about your business. 
And it's fun. It's again, it's all about building that community and giving people a chance. I mean, it's like, it's less than a dollar. No, it's less than $2 a day. I think to be a member, it's like $49 a month. So when you think about that, like, what do we spend $49 on? You know, like a pedicure in a Starbucks these days. Right. So to have that Lots of champagne have, on a Friday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Like champagne and some appetizers. Right. So when you think about like investing in yourself, I mean, I always say this, like women who invest in themselves go further. That is just a fact. Yeah. You've got to be willing to invest in yourself. But I also understand that not everybody has $20,000 to spend on a coach, you know, in a year. So I really wanted to create something that would give people a taste of personal development that would go beyond my books and beyond my podcast and give them that sort of entry point at a price point that I felt like was affordable for most people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that Facebook group is super engaging and supportive as well. So that's awesome. Like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's so great in that group. Again, so supportive. I love when I see people like hiring (laughs) each other. That's one of my favorite things. Like, Oh, I need, you know, a party planner. Oh, I do party planning. Oh, I'm in Chicago. I'm in Chicago too. And I watched that connection and I'm like, yes, this is what it's about. You know, yeah. it's, it's bigger than me and my platform. It's meant for everyone. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So true. <clears throat> okay. So your, what's your favorite book? And this actually has two because you've written books. So what's your favorite book to read? And then which of your books was your favorite to write? Ooh, okay. Um, I have been reading The Four Agreements lately, which I had picked up in the past, but like I'm really reading it in a very different way now. And I'm loving it. Um, I think everybody should, I think that book should just be required reading for every human on the planet. So <laughs> The Four Agreements, really good. Um, and my favorite books to write, I think it's a really good question. I mean, I, I want to say Girl Code mm. and not just because that was like the biggest book that I wrote so far, but I think I I started writing that book right after I quit my full-time job at MTV. And I was, you know, it was eight years ago. I was brand new in entrepreneurship and I was writing that book and I was just so like in such a hungry place. Like I was like, this is, this is like my life now. This is my new life, you know? And I think there's, I'm a big believer in like capturing energy. And I do feel like the energy was like captured in that book of that, like, you know, kind of like wide-eyed, curious, sort of new entrepreneur. And I think that's like who that book really speaks to at the same time. Yeah. It's awesome. Like it is such a good book. And yeah, you're right. You can feel it. And I I was listening to a podcast the other, or an audio book in tune with the infinite. And it was talking about, you know, like how just when people do things that they're really passionate about and we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, like you can feel it. And he was like, if you write a book, you know, like people should be able to hear the bird and like feel the breeze on your face. And you did a great job of like capturing, you know, a lot of the entrepreneurial things that we go through and just, you know, so many different things in that book. So it's so true. And I really think people can tell when you're like phoning it in, you know, when you're not into something, I do believe people can feel that. And I know like, listen, I'm not perfect. There's been things that I've been like less into, you know, in the past that I've done and I've done it anyway, because I committed to it or for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And I just can see the difference in, in the way that content was received. You know, I can just, I can tell, and I can tell the way I felt about it. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I give myself permission to do whatever I want, like, you know, adding this relationship uh, module to Iconic, like I'm so excited. I can't shut up about it, you know? And it's like, people are like pouring into the program because they're like, yes, I feel it too. So you do get good results. I think you get the best results when you're just true to yourself. Yes. I love that 100%. Um, This might be obvious, but what's your favorite drink? (laughs) Ooh, um, champagne. (laughs) And I do love coffee. I have to say, like, I love a glass of champagne, obviously. But my God, I can't live without my coffee in the morning. So <laughs> same. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> um, but where's your favorite place to travel? 
Ooh. Um, oh my goodness. So many places. I have to say that I love Tokyo. I've been there twice and both times I've gone, it's given me something completely different that I didn't know I needed and I can't wait to get back there. So yeah, I think that's at the top of my list for now. Oh, that's awesome. I've never been, I mean, I've never been and but I've seen pictures and it just looks again, it seems like such an energetic city. Like that would be so neat to go and visit. Yeah. And it's another world. I mean, the culture is so different there. I mean, just the people are incredible and it's just so civilized and everyone is just so kind and the way that things are done there are just with, it's so intentional, you know, Mm -hmm. even like if you're in a restaurant and someone puts down like your food in front of you, it's just such an intentional, slow experience. It, It just forced me to look at life in a very different way. And I'm just so grateful that I got to go there. Actually, that was where I went right before I quit my job at MTV. I'd been wanting to quit and I was like ruminating over it and just overthinking. And I I went to Tokyo with my brother and I was like, I came home and I was like, I can't stay at this job. Like I got it. Like life is just, life is outside of this cubicle and I need to go (laughs) grab it. So yeah, it inspired me to just leave. So it was great. Oh, that's awesome. I love that story. Um, And lastly, what's your favorite thing to watch? Um, hmm, I don't watch a lot of TV. I am loving the Just Like That, the Sex and City reboot, but Mm -hmm. I have to be honest, I watch a lot of YouTube and you know, it's funny, this is going to sound crazy, but you know, I love music and I love 80s music. I watch a lot of like old concerts. Like I I, like, I watch like Prince and Sade, like concerts from the 80s, Shaka Khan, because I feel like I wish I could have been there. Like I was a baby at that point, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like watching those shows, watching old music videos, like on YouTube, it's just like a weird thing that I do, but I like love it. Oh, I love that. It makes total sense. I mean, because like, I just, I I don't want to watch a lot either, like just listening to things, but I've never even thought of putting 80s stuff on because I I do love watching old 80s movies because it, like, same thing. I was born in 81. So growing up, but it was, I was still kind of too young to connect with it, but it just seems so nostalgic and like, I don't know, it warms my heart kind of when I watch that. (laughs) It is nostalgic. And like, I put it on my TV in my living room and like, I'll do it at night, like on the weekends and like have some wine and like, it's like a concert, like in your apartment. It's like really fun. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, awesome. This has been so much fun. Um, I'm so excited that we were able to connect. And where can everybody like find you, like your social media, your website, where they can find Iconic? Um, I'll put all this in the notes too, and I'll put the podcast. But yeah, if you want to share all that. Yeah. Thank you so much, Nicole, for having me. And thank you to everyone for listening. Um, I would love to stay connected to you guys. My podcast is called Style Your Mind. My Instagram is The Champagne Diet, and all my books are on Amazon, so you can just look up my name there. And yeah, my website is thechampagnediet.com. So pick your poison <laughs> if you want to <laughs> hang out with me. <laughs> I would love to, to see you. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. This has been so much fun, um, and it's just, yeah, been great. Aww. And thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Kara is amazing and she had so many amazing tips, so I hope they are helpful. Um, I wanted to share with you something new I've got going on. We launch tomorrow with our first official event. It's called the Bubbles and Biz Collective. 
Um, it's the only place you can find a course, a community, and coaching. Um, I am really excited to release this, and it, you know, kind of comes from the idea of creating the community within this podcast. Um, but it also includes my comprehensive digital marketing course that you'll have access to, weekly events where you can get coaching from me, and then just an awesome community of other entrepreneurs and small business owners. So if you'd like to learn more, <clears throat> head to Bubbles and Biz. Dot co. Like that's just a co, not dot com. Bubblesandbiz.co. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hope to see you in the collective, and I'll be back next week.